Yo, what's up, y'all? This be Johnny and J-Mo from State of Shit Podcast, letting you know to like and subscribe to us on any listening platforms you may be able to listen to podcasts. We are on Google, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and YouTube. Monday night wall, he can wrestle these extensions. Wrestle these extensions, nigga. Full fly my op if he's staring at my jewelry. Full fly my op, two hammers out, two cans. Sam make these hammers. Yeah, what's up, man? Yeah, we just rocking out today. Is it the spark from Draco Ruler? It's gonna be hard to find these shoes after. I drink lean pop pills. I ain't these new rappers. Oh, geez, man, cause I ain't let him wipe my shoes after. Get a bag, get a job, you a shoe shine. I beat life twice, nigga. I'm a two timer. See files, I beat trial, you don't do violence. My posse, we keep chops cause our dreams like My court came with umbrellas in it, nigga. The police said I hang with all felons in my pictures. Fly my op if he's staring at my jewelry. Debo the block niggas saying I'm a bully. My car came with umbrellas in it, nigga. Is he a bully or you just talk a lot of shit, though? <laughs> I don't know what a bully is. Because yeah, he got picked on a lot. Mm-hmm. He just got a vengeance. He like the Joker. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. I know. That's kind of like the comparison I can think of after watching the Joker. Oh, you were watching the Joker? Yeah, you did see he was watching the Joker last night. But like anyway. who already was mentally disturbed. And then you get picked on, like yeah. And, and then, then you develop you you develop like a type and, of persona, and you embrace. And that's exactly what he's done now. He pres- the, he's the devil. He's the cold devil. You know what I mean? That's what he called himself a cold devil because he's like I tried to be nice. The nice guy shit got my house shot up. It got niggas trying to rob me. It got niggas thinking they can just step over me. Mm-hmm. So now as niggas know if they if they even fucking get in my mentions and say they didn't like what I said that I fucking send them chops to their mama house. They might they might start putting a little respect on my name now. You know what? That's like that's like I actually wanted to make a comic book on like making a villain. We always talk about making a comic book about heroes, right? But I've thought about making a comic book based on a villain and how do villains or how villains develop? They develop the same way as a hero. They go through some type of tragedy and shit. But a villain takes a different route than a hero. A hero kind of goes on with the morals and the codes of being like heroes, like a society hero. Well, a villain. In all, it's all, in all in a sense It's almost selfish He does what he wants And he knows that And he does what he wants That, that the tragedy kind of like You have a You have a You have a A pick of where, Which road you want to take You could take the good or the bad Can I be honest with you uh, When you, when I start thinking about villains It start making me think of like Real life people mm-hmm. Like yeah. the DC sniper yeah. yeah Like people who really live life Go through shit And they just they have they have some so much on their mind to get off that they just don't know how to express it for one because if I had something to say about the government quote unquote and it was very extensive and informational and it may damage their reputation or quote unquote threaten national security and I wouldn't be able to get that off so I might go crazy and blow up some shit shoot up some shit right and that's what I feel like happens with the DC sniper and that, that bomber that would bomb that uh, Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee thing. And that's kind of like the mindset with the villain is I like when I watched the Joker, right? He he could have either been one or two things. He could have been a complaining bitch ass nigga 
and just hey these guys picking on me this is what's going on and that you know he could have got whatever happened from that and just been a, somebody that's waiting on everybody to come help him and save him and get him out of the situation but he was just a guy that when shit happened to him he never really talked about it yeah i ain't gonna lie you growing up in gotham city is a motherfucker it's like growing up in new york city yeah gotham city is raw in the dc universe because you know i'm a big dc fan i'm a huge batman fan Gotham City is one of those cities you really don't want to live in. You don't want to live in Gotham City. And you're unfortunate to live in Gotham City under two conditions. You were born there or you moved there for some fucking reason. No one goes to Gotham City, bro. And Batman is like, you know, trying to fucking like, trying to like, you know, police a city full of corruption. Gotham City was full of corruption. And after he went and after he exposed the corruption, it got worse. That's if you, when you ready to watch the Batman, you'll see what I'm talking about because that's I, how, that's Batman's life. I know. I seen that. Let me tell you why I seen that part at was on the TV show Gotham. Mm-hmm. I seen him was as a kid and I seen him go to a cop and I seen the corruption to where he tried to stop it to where basically he realized that it was corruption by design. Yeah. And he had to, and he had to do one. Batman is crazy. Like Batman is crazy He's just like his villains He's crazy Just think about it You're a rich billionaire Dressing up as a fucking bat Vigilante Trying to fight a city That's kind of not worth saving You crazy too So yeah And then you know He's only one cop That he can trust Is of course Commissioner Gordon He's the only cop That you can literally Point out That has some type Of morality Still in this city In this fucked up city That's being ran By the Falcone family I know about the Batman shit I told you So it'll be like Yeah so uh, The Joker The Joker is really Just a victim of the product He's a byproduct of Gotham Gotham created this You know what I'm saying And then the Joker Like he Of course like um, If you go beyond the movie And you look into the Dark Knight He even mentions Man I I was ripping off my bosses But Batman changed everything (laughs) He like This dude changed everything So Yeah so anyways guys welcome to another episode of the steady shield podcast i'll say that you know what i'm saying this be your boys johnny and jmo jmo yeah man you know we're just chilling right now just like you know vibing and chilling and whatnot man we're gonna be having like a mix of topics that we're gonna be throwing out there man we're gonna be talking about the nfl draft we're gonna be talking about the nba playoffs pretty much that's what's popping off and man we're gonna be talking other stuff that's going around the theme of what we call all summer 2022 you know what i'm saying we're gonna be talking about some shit that we got scheduled that we're gonna be popping off so man let's get this shit started let's get this shit started we're gonna go and dive into the nfl draft and whatnot right now jmo's gonna be team texans i'm gonna be team carolina panthers of course because those are our favorite respective teams but we're gonna pop it off with pretty much if we want to talk about those two teams out the draft and then go deeper into the draft after we give our praises we got to hit the texans up man they had a real good draft i would say i would hit the applause button but i'm not really sure which button is on the preset right now but like anyways if anybody knows because of like the bullshit that 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 was braided by Bill O'Reilly, Bill, Bill O'Brien, and the Texans pretty much had to get themselves out of this dark hole that he dug for them. And after all the bullshit, the Texans came up with a lot of picks, a lot of picks. Like pretty much came out with nine players out of this draft. And what you want to say, my man? What you want to say first, man? You how we gonna be? How we gonna get it popping off for the Texans, man? I have to say it was a real good draft for this for this for this um organization. It was. It's a draft that. <clears throat> When you speak of culture of a team and a team that's ready to shift the culture, they did very well in this draft by getting guys that have proven themselves on a collegiate level in the sense of 
Devin Stingley with the first pick. Derek Stingley, I'm sorry. He with the first pick, and he's a guy that didn't play a lot in the last couple years. Mm-hmm. He 2019 championship year, one of the best cornerbacks you can have on college teams. But once he became a top prospect, first then he had an injury, a real legit injury, list Frank. And yeah, that oof. yeah. He, he nursed himself through that, and I'm pretty sure when him when he was nursing himself through that. He was just advised if you don't get injured again, you gonna be a top pick. You're like top ten. Now, pick. when you say that and you put this shit, if you say that and you actually put it on the scale, top prospect. I know I'm a top prospect. My team is not really having a good season, and I just went through Lance Frank um, surgery. If I was your agent at that time, and you do have an agent because college students now, college athletes can now have agents and shit like that, where they can they can get money for athleticism you know what i'm saying so somebody was his advisor and be like i'll advise you to sit out if yeah. i was a coach that worried about you and i know how i had connections with the nfl for you i'll advise you to sit out and he just wasn't really no risk at all for college you know what i mean he wasn't obviously in college to get the degree he was in college to get to the nfl so he was just making sure nothing got in the way of what he was doing but he showed the ability to be a top-notch cornerback the type of cornerback you would want on your team Pick three. six foot one 185 pounds, fast, play the ball, great uh, alertness, you know what I'm saying? He actually can stay. He run fast as shit, you know what I'm saying? With those top speedy receivers, he pretty good at staying with them to stop, they stop and start. It's pretty well, you know what I'm saying. I wish so. I could. I wish I could say. Well, I wish I could ask like, what well, is his forty? But most likely, man, because the, I ain't gonna lie, the forty yard dash this year in this draft was getting fucking crushed. It was getting crushed. So it's probably a four point two, four point three. It was getting crushed, dude. Like tons of these mother, like wide receivers and cornerbacks was crushing the forty. So, cause we all know, like the top speed before this was like four four, but these motherfuckers are hitting this bitch at four three. Yeah, you know then I mean? they got Jalen Green, Kenyon Green. I keep thinking Jalen Green. That's the guy that plays for the Rockets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They got Kenyon, Kenyon Green. Green. Yeah, you know what I'm saying from Texas A and M. They needed something with. The, they need something for the line. They need he's something. The best. People mover mm-hmm. as far as in for the run game when you need to smash them linemen into each other. They say he's the best one of those in the game and the uh this draft. So that's good. You got someone who can help your running back because I always feel like any running back can be good if he has a hold. And also if he's a mover, he can also be good for like rush for for pass rushers. He's yeah. good for the pass rushers. He's good for the running back, and he's good for the screen. Yeah, big old guy inside. He can pretty much help out. You know what I'm saying? Like as a guard, mm-hmm. as a guard, they say he can be a all pro type of player. Just don't try to play him at tackle. Which right now we don't have Larry Tunkle. No, they say don't play him at tackle because he's not as a, he's not athletic enough. Oh, so he's putting the him guy, guard. He's so a people him mover, a big guy. You know what I'm saying? He's a good guard, great guard, but yeah, he's don't, average don't, yeah. tackle. Yeah, and we so got he's Laramie Tunkle. So he's good at jam. He's inside the paint guy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Jam. You got Laramie Tunsil on the outside, which is one of the best left tackles in the game right now. Mm-hmm. And then you got fucking Titus Howard on the right. He's like iffy. You know what I'm saying? He hit or miss. But it's okay because you just got better with that pick. Mm-hmm. And then with the third pick, they picked Petrie out of uh, Jalen Petrie out of Baylor. Uh, yeah, Baylor. Yeah, yeah. Which is good for him also because so now you get a top cornerback and you get a real good safety, safety which automatically helps your defensive uh, line because it's going to make the quarterback hold on to the ball a little bit longer because now you have people holding the pick. The, uh, the receivers down because I do trust Lovey Smith in his defense. That's why I think with him being the coach right now, I think we sh- should spend a lot of our top picks on defense so he can coach them up. And once he get where he gotta go, because you know they're gonna kick him out eventually, he gonna pretty much 
have them guys ready to go. Yeah, pretty much. Like, you know, so, this is going to be his only year, and then it's like, yeah, we about to get another coach. I think next year, when it comes to like free agency, even when the coaching, I think it'll be better. I just think like I just think that right now, with this for last year, it was like I don't know, maybe because of COVID or something, everything was getting back into the flow of things. It feels like it was like it feels like it was like a hiccup for a second. Like we like this is the hiccup year. Like this like for instance the draft. We wasn't really that much into the draft, but once the draft went out, it's like okay, okay. Cause it's like now it's getting smart. It's getting smart. Like these are not these are with this draft I'll call it raw talent draft. Cause there was quality up in there. But we weren't unsure, you know what I mean? But until you start looking at these players, man. Like Well they have some plug and play guys, but you gotta be we got to remember that if it ain't a quarterback, then it's no really not gonna be Nobody a lot of shit gonna talking talk about, about it. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? If it ain't a, a quarterback or a Bosa, like a surefire, and it's crazy twenty sack, we a guy we think gonna get that like Chase Young or something like that. Somebody that's yeah. explosive, but they have guys like Thibodeau who they feel like can go get the quarterback fifteen times a year. They have offensive and it's funny linemen. the number one the one the number one player in the draft, which I think was was Aiden Hutchinson. He ain't even going the first round. Taven. Tavon Walker went in the first round, he but he wasn't. But he pick. wasn't. But he wasn't first. But he wasn't on the big board. The number one, Aiden Hutchinson was on a lot of people's big boards. Aiden Hutchinson went too. Yeah, he went too. That's why this. That's why when the draft popped off, I was like, "Wow, this is unsure." I but, got excited watching because what uh, what's wow. what uh, wow. the Jacksonville Jaguars went for yeah. is ceiling. Uh-huh. Tavon has a, be- a higher ceiling than Hutchinson. Hutchinson is just a better player right now. Well, he's a guy well, that if you well, Tavon, put, well, they was worried about Tavon because they think like the, he he comes sometimes like he he he's not full full throttle on some plays, which I seen that as well. Hutchinson is good where it's like he can come, he could control the shit. Like um, Thibodeau is like a fucking wrecking force. Well, I look at it like this: for one, it's college. I'm never expecting like niggas to be as motivated to play for something they not getting shit out of. They mm-hmm. plan for like hope for just and to I be noticed. You. And I hear you. That's you know what I'm saying? They're not what... really getting no money. They're not really paying for the education. All they plan is to get the pet coaches paid because that's the only person that's really benefiting yeah. the colleges and the coach, right? I wish I was a college so, coach. So sometimes if you a young guy and you think like that, I can see them. And plus, he's on the Georgia defensive line where all five guys went in the first round. So him not going full throttle is like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I look at that differently. Like, I've seen it before in college, but I also seen guys who go full throttle in college and get start getting money and don't know, you know. And I'm not gonna lie, I, I hear what you're saying, but that's like what other people are saying because I'm like, what y'all talking about? Like, oh, he showed on film that he knows sometimes he's not 100%. And I'm like, yeah, man, you don't know how he's gonna be in, in the league. In the league, he might actually be a beast. I mean, shit, we seen dudes like um, J- um, Javion Clowney doing uh, like Javion Clowney do what he did in college and didn't even like live up to that ex- expectation in college. And then answer me this. That's not I mean, I mean in the NFL. Let's I mean, not in forget. the NFL. Yeah, go ahead. Kyle, nigga, I get disinterested. That's Georgia. Imagine how many 30-point blowouts they have. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck you want them to be about 21, still trying to go as hard as he can in the, at the quarterback? They not. They don't, like, when you trying to go get the bag, bro, when you at practice, basically, when you in tryouts, basically, you're going to pretty much try to preserve yourself for the real game, and that's basically the NFL. And I was wondering, like, oh, and, and who and who Thibodeau went to? Jets, right? The Lions. The Lions, yeah, yeah, they got him with the Lions, the Detroit Lions. 
that's good. That's good for Detroit. Jets got Sauce Gardner. Yeah, they got Sauce Gardner. But Jets also had a, another pick somewhere where it was like almost like a steal. Like somewhere in the teens. I forget. I got to look it up. They got like an offensive line with them, huh? Mm, uh, or did they get the first wide receiver? No, I don't think they got. I don't think they got um Drake Drake London. I think he was the first wide receiver to go. Then wide receivers then like when did wide receivers start getting getting selected? Yeah, somewhere in the teens, like a bunch of wide receivers getting selected. Yeah, but I know I'll the Texans got a I'll wide receiver. He pretty good though. From Alabama last year, he had ninety six catches, mm-hmm. eleven hundred yards, and eight touchdowns, and that's been like the third guy on the team, the third receiver. So I feel like that's pretty good. Who? Uh, John Mechie the third from wide receiver from Alabama the one Texans drafted in the second round mm-hmm. that's the one thing I, I like they had two first rounds two second round wow picks. so my fault I'm sorry but but yeah but Kayvon Thibodeau win the fifth yeah yeah that's pretty good to cool. the who to the Jets okay no 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 Giants. no 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 the Giants the Giants so the Giants I didn't really want the Giants to get Thibodeau <laughs> Giants got two they had a pretty good Man. Uh, draft themselves. Yeah, they got Thibodeau and they got um Evan on and they got Evan Neal from um from Alabama. That's why I say this is actually a pretty good a good one. And then next year the Texans got two first rounders, two second rounders again. So if we do decent, if they to suspend Deshaun Watson for a cool eight games, let them niggas tank out a little bit over there in Cleveland. Yeah, the suspension. And we be good. Come, you know that, what I'm saying? Yeah, the, the discipline the, the 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 disciplinary action hasn't come yet. So I ain't gonna lie, like next season, after next season, the Texans should be not ready to go, but they should be close to who they were gonna be as a team. They should have most of their pieces. Oh yeah, and the first wide receiver to go out there was Drake London to Atlanta. So Atlanta now has Kit Pitts, Kyle Pitts. I said Kit Pitts. I fuck that. Kyle Pitts and Drake London, pretty much. That's tight end. Who the fuck they quarterback? Don't fucking know. Was it Marcus Mariota? I think oh, it's Marcus yeah, yeah, Mariota. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But I think they also drafted a quarterback. I'm not really sure what they did because you know I'm like Team Atlanta. Carolina. But I'm glad with Carolina. They actually made me happy at the six with I'm getting the the the, the um the tackle out of North Carolina State. Iki. Ekwanu, I I can't get his name right, man. But I'm gonna call him Big E, man. The dude, like you know, I was very happy. I felt even on the boards, even when it came to like the line, like the offensive lineman, he was the number one out there. Evan Neal was second, so I was like, yes. Everyone thought that they was gonna fucking get a damn quarterback, but a lot of, but most people draft, but most people on draft picks was fucking tanking. I'm going after like the whoever like whoever's like the big names and shit like that. Yeah, that's the ones I'm talking about. Their picks tank, and I'm glad that we got shit, shit that made me smile. I smiled when I found out that we was getting Big E, and I was like, fucking right, fucking right. And he's homebred. You feel me? You playing for the team? You basically grew up. From, from you How grew you gonna up. feel when you find out y'all got Baker Mayfield? We ain't got Baker Mayfield. We're not gonna get him because um the the timeline was Friday. That was gonna be our final decision. And we still didn't get him because you know what we did? I'm we just a, we just got what. we just got a, we just draft quarterback Sam. Uh, I mean, uh, Matt Cassell. Let me tell you Matt, what Matt, the timeline no, 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 is I for him. I mean, Matt, Matt Corral. I'm gonna tell you what the timeline is for Baker, and this one had nothing but with the Carolina Panthers, but with the NFL. Let's talk about Baker Mayfield. Is now I'm not gonna talk about. I'm just gonna say this real quick about that real quick. We're gonna talk about the Carolina Panthers and their draft picks, but I want to say that people are waiting for him to be cut because if they cut him. Cleveland got to pay 19 million to Baker. That's the thing. They, they trade got. him. The team that he's traded to got to pay 19 him, million yeah. to Baker. So they waiting on him to be cut, so they can pretty much give him two mil and say, "Get your ass over here." Yeah. 
Yeah. But I'm sorry, man. I, ain't, I just want but to. But ba- yeah, that. yeah. Baker's Mayfield's like this is this, this like his like the like the shit that's going on with him. His situation is almost like, uh, man, it's not gonna end well for you, dude. It's like I don't think no team is gonna get you. You might as well just sit there, or they're gonna cut you. And yeah. I think they are gonna cut you. They're gonna cut him. They're gonna give him his twenty. I thought it was nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. That's messed up. But with Carolina, man, we only came out here with six picks and everything like that. Um, as far as getting a quarterback, I'm actually kind of satisfied with Matt Corral, man, because like you know he's pretty much in the, like top five quarterbacks in this in this draft. But quarterbacks, not many people is really getting excited about them. The only decorated one for the NFL was um, Kenny Pickett, and he's been um, selected by Pittsburgh. So, but the quarterbacks didn't start really leaving. They didn't start leaving until like the third round, like deep in the second round, third round. But that's how it is. And like, you know, that's how it pretty much was for the quarterbacks in this draft. Um, but a lot of exciting things went on in this draft, man. Besides that, that's all I could really talk about with us. You know what I'm saying? Second pick that we got. I think, um, let me see what that looks like. Second pick that we got with linebacker Brandon Smith out of Penn State. I've seen Brandon play a little bit. He's pretty cool. But nobody can never fucking feel the shoes of Luke Cookley. I'm sorry. So anyways, all in all with that though, because it's not really that much to talk about pretty much. It's just a, a building the line, getting a quarterback who's going to make it competitive because I really don't trust in Sam Darnold. But so let's make this shit competitive. Sam Darnold or Matt Corral. I hope I'm very looking forward to off season. Like, you know, I mean, I'm really look, looking for I'm looking forward to um, pre-camp. And fucking like summer camp, I'm, I'm ready to watch this shit. I'm ready to look what's going on. I just hope everyone can stay healthy with the shit with with with, with my with my squad. And I'm not gonna shit on Matt Rule. I'm gonna just see how this shit plays out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got ten wins out of your two seasons. That mean like five years. That's like for two years you only got five wins, rest losses. You heard me? I'm gonna give you another shot, man. With this extensive contract, he probably might even stay there for one more year. But the quarterback situation is only our iffy thing. That's our the defense. I'm 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 okay with my defense. I feel, man. As long as like our last draft pick, like um um um, um J C Horn could stay healthy, that was fucked up, man. That man. JC Horn is so good. It it hurt me to see him go off the field on an off or on a, on a, like a non-contact injury. That's the hardest thing to fucking see like you know number one draft pick that we just got I mean have has fucking upward has upward stock like for real. Yeah, you know what I, I excite me a lot about the draft is you never know who the players are going to be. Like when the Texans drafted JJ Watt they didn't know he was going to be an all-pro Hall of Fame player. When fucking... Neither uh, did I. Neither did I. Certain quarterbacks, when Patrick Mahomes was drafted, they didn't know he was going <laughs> to be an all-pro Hall of Fame quarterback. They knew he was going to be pretty damn good, but they didn't know he was going to be an all-pro, one-time, one-of-one type of quarterback. So you never know what you're getting when your team drafts a player. We might get, have gotten Darrell Reeves with Singletary. Y'all mm-hmm. may have gotten Dwayne Brown or fucking with y'all offensive linemen. Like, the guys who we looking at is, damn, man, we so... That's the most exciting part about the draft with the team. You really you don't hope. know. Yeah, you really don't know. This is basically like we just guessing. Yeah. And just then, based, on the, based on the evidence that we, that we have. And then the evidence is pretty 
uh, optimi- it makes you optimistic when I, you know, I look at the guy from LSU and I look at the offensive lineman. You know what I mean? So it makes me think, man, they may have something going. Hopefully. But also, like I say, it's, it's just that's the part of the draft that makes me most like about that I like about it the most is you not knowing who gonna be what, and then you go back to that moment. Like right now, we evaluating these players, right? Mm-hmm. And we we're not really evaluating; we just saying who got drafted and what we may think of them, right? Because we not we don't, we don't have too much evaluation on them. But two three years from now, we go back and be like. Man, damn, I thought Devin Stingley was going to be cool. This nigga get burnt up every fucking week. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Or I could know. be like, man, I remember when we got him, I knew like he could be somebody that was that nigga. And look at this nigga, like all the people that was talking about this, man. I'm glad we didn't get Sauce Gardner. That nigga getting burnt up out there. Like whatever it may be, like the conversations that are going to be had through the seasons based on what we saying right now. Yeah. And that's what I like the most about the draft, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, I ain't gonna lie, I wasn't very too optimistic about the draft at first, but once the picks were coming in, I'm like, oh, shit, this is gonna be exciting right here. Because I actually studied a little bit of some of the players, you know what I'm saying, the top prospects on the big board. So, I felt like, all in all, a lot of pe- a lot of teams did what they had to do to make them to make their squad better, and that's pretty much what you have to do in the draft. There seems to be a whole bunch of quality in this draft. It's well, like, I ain't gonna lie, man. A lot of fucking players were being traded that was kind of crazy shit, like AJ Brown, fucking Hollywood Brown. I'm like, this is crazy. Antonio Brown, he he and everybody had he and the whole family had. They had a meeting at the Brown house. Like nigga, y'all gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Brown telling y'all like, niggas stay in the one spot that? too long, bro. In the NFL, that shit'll never go good, bro. Trust Listen, me. I think Debo Samuel went out of San Francisco. I don't. I, when 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 he when he when he opted when he opted for a trade, I was like, I get it. I get it. That man played hurt. Like a motherfucker throughout the damn playoffs, you hear me? See what I think? And he just—I I feel him. I'm like, he wants to be treated as a number one wide receiver and shit like that. But it's like they're gonna have to honor that. They're gonna have to honor that. But how can you keep this man to stay? I feel like if San Francisco was smart, they just pay him as a receiver, but ask him to still play both positions. Because the only reason he really don't want to play running back is because they don't want to pay him as a receiver. Cause like you, you discrediting what I can do as a receiver because I run the ball also. So if they go ahead and pay him twenty one, twenty two million dollars a year, but ask him to keep continue doing what he do, I feel like both sides win. I don't understand how shit could be that complicated when you gonna have to pay the man anyway. But it's all coming down to like, how can you convince him to want to, to the state? He wants to leave. Is but the thing about it is, Debo has to get traded. He can't just walk. They can't cut him. <laughs> Talk <laughs> like to that. Debo. Debo <laughs> just wants some money, bro. He mm-hmm. want money. And he's saying it's not about the money. But it is about the money because the only reason you want to be a receiver because you see the money receivers are being paid. So just pay him as, as a receiver. receiver. Man, he want to be the highest paid but he's a, but quarterback. But he's a rookie, though. No, not a rookie, not. but he's on his rookie contract. That's the best time to ask for your money. Two years? This is the second year or his third? Cause you got it. It's to say I was the second year. Because they can wait till five years to pay you. mm. When you a first rounder, you just heard what they be saying. They pick up the fifth year option. Daniel Jones is on year number five, coming uh year four right now. DJ Moore just got his contract though. I ain't gonna lie, he got he got uh, on his head like a 
it was like a 25 million extension of, no no more 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 than that i forget i, I just i ain't gonna i ain't gonna switch spy any numbers daniel but jones that was his third his fourth year. year and all they had to do was pick up the option like sam darnold he on the fifth year of his rookie contract yeah so that's what I'm saying, like. And see, but they have no leverage like Debo Samuel, though. But I'm like, I'm but like, I'm just like, saying, not everybody want to wait five years to get paid in a rugged league like the NFL. Oh, Debo, man, on the third gonna get signed. Second year, though, it's like, damn, that would be nice, though, because he's not really asking. Is he really asking for money? This is or third year, though. This this is his third season coming into the third yeah. season. I would have, I would have, well, yeah, yeah. You you want to negotiate now before it comes that fourth. Because my lifespan ain't that long. All I got really is one big contract. Oh, he, and oh, oh. I gotta if I don't if you give me my contract late, right? If you give me my first big contract at twenty seven, I get four year contract, five year contract. I get out of that contract at thirty one, maybe. Who gonna give me some more money? All I'm on is minimal contracts after that. But if I get my money at twenty four, twenty five and I go back at 28, 29 for some more money, maybe I get paid twice. As well, a, if you want to keep a Demo Samuel, you want to actually, yeah, you might as well sign him. Yeah. You might as well sign him. This is the time. And him knowing, if you don't sign me, somebody else will. But another thing I also think is, Kyle Shanahan got you looking better. You know what I mean? In my opinion, because I am, I know how the NFL is. NFL is ran on systems. If you nigga, some niggas look good in systems. It's rare that you see a person in a bad system look good. Mhm. Mhm. You're right about that. It's not always about one person. It's about the system. Like when one time when somebody was asking me, like you know, um, should Carolina get Cam Newton back? And I was like, no. I was like, no. I, I, I even said, I said I would not put Cam Newton in that situation because he's not built for that system. He's not for that system. They need a quarter. That system is built for a pocket-passing quarterback, and Cam is not that. You hear me? And they don't have the weapons around for a Cam Newton. I'm not saying the system is bad. I'm saying Cam ain't built for that system. Now, it's rare. Now, it's harder in the NFL to find a system that is built for a Cam Newton. With that system, it has to be a run-heavy-based build system. If you could find that one team... As run heavy base and needs a quarterback, then you got your Cam Newton. But unfortunately, there's no team like that. I wouldn't even put him in the, like, and the teams that need quarterbacks. No, don't do Cam Newton like that. Don't do that. He's a good player. That's why I always say, don't like he's a quarterback, but he's a good player. He's a special player too. So it's like, yeah, when you ask me that question, I would not want probably one of the greatest the greatest quarterbacks we had in as the pan as a Panther. Come back to this No don't do that Then they try to fucking Use him to Save the last season Which was fucked up <laughs> That was so fucked up They gave me a little They gave me a little Dopamine And I was like Fuck Yeah which I understood That that was just To do something Cause the whole season Was a wash at that time It was like We need something To like make people At least want to watch The game Because Carolina. I'm thinking After the cop, After the Dallas Cowboy game Darnold just Crumbled Darnold just Crumbled I was like, damn, man, it's whatever, man. So, yeah, that's the season sometimes. Sometimes seasons roll like that, man. You got to go through the mud through this shit. I went through the mud before Cam Newton, so I know how I feel. 
Yeah, man. So I feel like that's enough on the football, man. Let's transition over to the NBA playoffs. We won't even talk about the playoffs. We like 30 minutes deep in this bitch. Yeah, we can run through it. We got round two in the game. We only had two games played so far. Okay, we got cool. Boston Celtics. They played the Milwaukee Bucks today. Mm-hmm. And they were in Boston. Came out tough, strong, ready to go. But Milwaukee just physical. They played through it. They they out physical the Boston Celtics and basically yeah busted ass at like one oh one to eighty nine yeah twelve and points. in Boston I'm sorry man I'm a Detroit Pistons fan just had to say that shit but I really want to go for some reason I'm like I'm with the Bucks a little bit I'm like I actually want the Bucks to kind of go go get that shit. So yeah, man. I'm like, yeah, that's how I'm calling in. I'm thinking like I'm rolling with the Bucks to go. Marcus to- Smart was hurt. Oh, I seen him get hurt twice. How he got hurt? I don't even like the first time he got hurt. It's looked like his shoulder might have popped out of place, and he came back. The second time he got hurt, I think he got kneed in the groin or some shit. God damn. And he was like limping pretty good. Mm-hmm. And the next game that came that was playing pretty much, you know, was Golden State versus. Um, Man, Memphis. I'm, that's so. That's, Seven, that, 117 to 116. That's that's going to be like an amazing series, bro. Mm. Because Ja Morant, you could just tell, like, these niggas is young. You could, they When the Warriors was going out five years ago, Ja Morant was 16. He was in high school rushing home to watch the Warriors play the Cavs in the finals. So this shit is like to them. They like, niggas, 2K to these niggas. I swear to God. They like, nigga, we, we playing against the Warriors. I swear to God. You could just tell the way they, 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 they talking shit. They hitting shots, looking them in their face. They trying to D them up hard. They trying to cross them up, do them in. Like, As my man would say from the anime, springtime of youth. <laughs> idols became rivals. You know what I'm saying? The uh-huh. Niggas was like, ready to, they ready to go at the Warriors' head. But you could tell the Warriors looking at them niggas like, we ain't ready to go down. Like, we ain't got too much longer left. This one shit that's going to be y'all nigga shit one day. But not today, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> not today, nigga. Like, this going to be uh. that type of series to where uh, I feel like the Warriors winning like six. But I feel like it's going to have to be a lot of. Man, you make it sound like big bro, little bro. That's exactly what it is. Exactly what it is. Like, they finna teach the Memphis how to win. Mm-hmm. By beating their ass Like you know how that <laughs> shit go I'ma teach you how to fight By not beating your ass nigga yeah. <laughs> And they gonna beat They gonna methodically beat them Because Memphis making a lot of mistakes Like Memphis I feel it was something they was doing At the end of the game That I was like What the fuck are y'all doing y'all, Do y'all know like It's like critical time right now Like Warriors getting a lot of backdoor shots A lot of That's what they kept doing They kept giving up the backdoor Kept giving up the backdoor mm-hmm. It's like Steph Curry He shot for like 24 points Wiggins shot for 17. Clay Thompson shot for 15. Pool went off, though. Yeah, Pool. Ooh, 31. God damn. John Moran had what? Like down there, 40? John Moran had 34. Oh, Nah. Jackson had 33. Okay. And that was pretty much the top ones in Clark. That was pretty much the top scorers right there. Clark and, Mel- and Melton. That nigga John had like 14 and a, or 15. Damn, and a, so, and Mor- uh, so Moran and Jackson just went off, right? Yeah, I think Moran was going off in the fourth quarter. Curry shot the ball a lot. He didn't shoot the ball well. Clay didn't shoot the ball well at all. Mm-hmm. Jordan Poole shot the ball well. And Draymond got uh, ejected in the second quarter. So, if Draymond don't get ejected, Jack, Jaron Jackson not going off for no 33 points. I'm telling yeah, you that right now. Yeah, you're right. Draymond just only played 17 minutes. 
Yeah, nigga, what's the name ain't going out for 33 points? That nigga played for 17 minutes. He's like two for three on the field goal. Oh, damn. I think like six points. Nigga got rebounds, yeah, six assists, points, steals, and blocks. Like, he had he four do rebounds. He had four rebounds, and that was in the beginning. Damn. Because it's 17 minutes. Like, pretty much, like, damn near the four, like, the, the, the top the top three of the four that played off the bench had more, more playing time than him. Yeah. It'll be a good game. Then they play every other day. So, that's a good thing about that. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow, we got Miami against... The Philadelphia 76ers. Damn, I'm about to ask. Yeah, yeah. But, but let me ask this quick question, though. What series do you feel is, like, mentally more intense? Baseball or basketball? These series. Basketball. Yeah, I'm saying that shit, too. Because I'm like, fuck. It's like, y'all got to play for, like, the best of seven. Fuck. <laughs> and it's a different type of. See, baseball, yeah. every game is different. Baseball, yeah. Foot, basketball, you literally playing the same ten niggas to start the game every game. Baseball, you got a different pitcher every night, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like the Damn. speed of the game is a you little different. You gotta know everybody. You gotta know everybody on the squad. What they do and shit like that. It's like damn. But baseball, it's like it, it can, it's whatever. And it, in basketball, it, no, no, it's not whatever. Anything can happen. And in basketball, everybody playing offense and defense. You got less people. It's five on five. Mm-hmm. Smaller court. Like everything is just more intense and up and person, up close and personal. And then you're playing the best of the best in your conference, so it's more intense. You got to play these motherfuckers every fuck, not every night, every, every other, other night. night. For the best of seven, so oh, full game for full. We got win four times. That shit got to be fun. <laughs> but I can well, see why. Yeah. yeah, I can see why. After the Warriors go to like four straight finals, they just exhausted. Mm-hmm. Like they have, so when you're older, I can see how it could wear a tear on you and shit like that. Because like you know, LeBron James is looking happy now. <laughs> LeBron James is happy, but LeBron James got those are fake smiles. Trust me, LeBron is not happy. Oh, LeBron's no legacy is basketball. LeBron mm-hmm. is basketball. basketball. He can throw out tequila. He can do all this other shit he want to do. But niggas don't give a fuck about that drink. Nigga want to see you with a ball in your hand. Nigga, that's true. So that's fucked up. That's him fucked not up being saying, in court. That's fucked up saying, nigga, get that ball and shoot it. Nigga, we got to see LeBron I mean, in the, in that's the what he is. It's but like LeBron a rapper. Will bring, but, but LeBron will bring more more uh, viewers to he, the pet. Yeah, he, he will bring more viewers because everybody's a LeBron James fan. He, he has, will, but LeBron don't. LeBron is like Drake to me, right? Drake could bring eyes to your things, but people don't do what Drake do. People don't know what Drake drink. People don't give a fuck what Drake wear. Drake got braids. Niggas ain't braiding they fucking hair. When Drake had whatever other haircut he did, like, when you see niggas outside, you don't see Drake. You see, like, Young Boy. You see other influence. Young Moneybag, yo, which I think Young Boy is influenced. I mean, Moneybag is influenced by him. But you see other people, right, that's influencers. Mm-hmm. Kanye influences a lot of people with the fucking stupid ass brain boots everybody wear now. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's influence. Niggas going to Walmart. John Morant right, got niggas gritty in and doing, yeah. wanting to be lit. My nephew want to be John Morant. He watch all the TikTok John Morant layups and gritties and all of this shit. You know what I'm saying? He don't watch no fucking LeBron. He respect LeBron from Space Jam and the King dunking on niggas, but... He don't. He Steph Curry was the influence. That's so young, saying Space Jam. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying he young. But I'm saying Steph that's, Curry. That's cute. I'm sorry, Steph I hate Curry that fucking word. <laughs> but like Steph- niggas wanted to be more like Steph than they wanted to be like him. Niggas want to shoot like Steph. Niggas wearing Steph jersey. Niggas yeah, I'm was not, doing yeah, everything. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like you know. I feel what you're talking about. 
similarity. Yeah, the game, the way the game is played. What I do give credit, and I think a lot of niggas don't give LeBron credit for, is the big man feeling like he got to dribble the ball now. Mm-hmm. Like, the big man moving the ball around, being that point forward, I give LeBron all the credit for that because he made big man realize how he could play better. And yeah, he like a like, like I, I, that was one time I actually described LeBron James as a locomotive. Like when he drives, like he's crazy, small, like small forward, right? One of the best in the game. Yeah, but I don't think LeBron moves the needle a lot when it comes to like product. He moves it, but he don't do it as well as. But I feel other like you know. People. I just feel like you know he has the fan base like how Tom Brady has on the NFL. People will just watch LeBron James play because it's LeBron James. He bring his name brings more viewers to that series. So that's sure. that's why I'm talking about that. Oh, how that, he, yeah, that's why in the basketball sense, yo. Yeah, so I'm saying that's how I feel like you know people want to see him like like and if people want to see him that's how you know there'll be more viewers than there is right now yeah for sure you got lebron you got tom brady you got floyd mayweather you got tiger woods Mm -hmm. those are the people people want to watch and see them win or lose Mm -hmm. regardless out Mm -hmm. of cowboys Mm -hmm. like i don't feel like i feel like people i feel like people just want to see the cowboys lose sometimes (laughs) win or lose because cowboys fans watching the game too Uh uh-huh if either, either when you watching the game, you either a cowboy fan or a hater. When you watching LeBron, you got a dog in that fight. You yeah. either going for or against LeBron. I ain't gonna lie, yeah. I'm watching playoff games now, and people are like who you going for, and I legitly say no. I don't yeah. give a fuck who. Yeah, man. I'm just care. watching I the game. Yeah, I, yeah. If LeBron like, was playing, I would have a dog in that fight, either uh, for or against LeBron. So it don't matter. Like it all depends on who he playing. Like with. I hate when I'm talking to people like, "What you talking about, LeBron James?" I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. I literally say at that moment, I don't care, man. I watch the I watch the league, man. I so. watch the league, but LeBron makes it more interesting. Mm-hmm. No, no cap. Like a series with LeBron in it, because he can take the worst teams and win. So no matter who he going against, it's like the person he can win. James. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the, the LA Lakers knows Le- LeBron James. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> if he's playing, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Like LeBron moves the needle in that sense of like basketball. But I'm saying, like, the way Iverson influenced off the court. Like, Jordan is one of the guys that did it on and off the court. Mm-hmm. He had guys want to be like Mike. Mm-hmm. But it was all marketing. Mm-hmm. LeBron tried to market himself like that in the same way. And he became a billionaire off of it pretty much. But that's Nike done gave that nigga, like, damn near a billion dollars already. Hell yeah. That's cool. That's so cool. between I need to buy me some LeBron James like um shoes. Between NBA and Nike, man, now he got to do this invest and he invested into oh, shit. Oh yeah, you already know that. He like he like, even has a school, right? He yeah. got the school. He got a production company, like a real production company who shot motherfucking Space Jam for. Like he let Warner Brothers come shoot Space Jam at his production company. That's how he be getting a piece of everything he do. Uh, Media. LeBron James is like I bet he, like he, he already own, I bet he trademarked his own shit. His he own his all own his media. Yeah, he own a shop that shit that come on HBO. He shoot that shit at a shop that he own at a motherfucker. Well, he shoot at you know other people's shop, but he got a, a spot he owned that he turned to a shop. His production company shoot that shit and got a deal with HBO. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Then he got like I say, it's tequila. He got that black. Not only pizza. did he get like like yeah like HBO and Warner Brothers. Yeah, Warner Brothers is HBO because they own they own the tone like the Looney Tunes. Yeah. I had to say it, man. Like I was like I was cool with Space Jam. Fuck it, yeah. I was cool with with the movie. 
I was like, yo, it was kind of funny because I kind of played along with. I said he saved us, yo. He saved us. <laughs> he saved us from the multiverse or the, you know, the, alg- the uh, uh, algorithm or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I think it was bullshit. I ain't gonna cap. It was funny to me. It was like, just funny. It was just funny. It wasn't like it wasn't like Space Jam to where it was like the Looney Tunes decided, hey man, to, the faith of our world with these motherfuckers is like, yo. We gotta play a basketball game. They like you wanna play a basketball game, so they so you know the monsters, they the monsters, they cheat a little bit and steal the talent of like you know NBA's finest and shit like that and become the monsters. And it's like dude, fuck it, we gonna take over Looney, we gonna take over the Looney Tunes world. And they like, man, we gotta go get the best basketball player, man. Cause I don't know why we say basketball. <laughs> because that's exactly like, man, fucking bugs was like, oh, you wanna come over and take over? Okay. They short and shit like that. He's like, okay, let's play a game of basketball. This game, I think in the in this space jam, it's like algorithm. LG LG is using LeBron James' son to win a game to trap the world in his world. That's why I and say. And somehow bro, the Looney Tunes got involved in this shit. You got all this money, <laughs> all of this resource, and then that's the best shit you can come up with. Yeah, and something happened with this yeah, algae yeah. rhythm. Yeah. This algae nigga. That shit was bull. I ain't gonna lie. To me, I felt like they took a <laughs> lot from like some shit just hard to recreate, right? Yeah. Because Space Jam was good for its time. Yeah, but the story how I broke it down is like the the Looney Tunes was the ones who's like, yeah, let's play basketball because y'all want to take over us. Huh? It was in cartoon world, and like I said, the adversary, like uh, the, uh, the the protagonist, the, the little mon- the, the the little aliens, stole the talent of the, the NBA's finest. And next you know, the only fucking the only plan that the Looney Tunes has like, fuck, we gotta go get the best. So let's go get Michael Jordan. He ain't playing basketball right now. <laughs> And I'm like, somehow they convinced us. Because Michael Jordan had nothing to do with the shit. He had nothing to do with the shit. On this one, though, it's like LeBron James got to go save his son now. He got to go save his son. Yeah. And now I got to save everybody. And then you want me to tell <laughs> everybody you Everybody who I logged know, into this shit, I got to save y'all. It don't stand nowhere near. It's because and people, I, I don't blame it on my being older, right? Because my nephew was 11 years old. And before we watched the old, the new one, I had him watch the old one with me, right? Mm-hmm. And they still will go back and watch the old one. They have watched it more than one time. They have only watched the new one one time. Yeah, I only watched the, the I only watched the uh, new one once because, like, I just wanted to see what the movie was about. Yeah, I had to watch that. it for sure. Yeah, and I was like, mm, it's okay, all right, it's whatever. But I can't compare it to the first one. I say this one is his own. I cannot say this is like the last one because the Looney Tunes they were fucking forgotten. Like if you look in if you look in this one, it's like they were forgotten. Now it's like y'all y'all is kind of forgotten. Nobody really know y'all like how we know y'all. Like y'all personalities, how y'all used to interact in y'all fucking Looney Tune world. It was a Looney Tune fucking world. You got you got motherfucking Elma Fudd either hunting Bugs Bunny during rabbit season or hunting Daffy Duck during duck season. And Daffy Duck gotta do his fucking stages and shit to. You know, it's all that bullshit. You got the coy- you got Wiley Coyote fucking trying to catch the road runner and fucking himself up in every fucking scheme. Tasmanian Devil just going crazy. He just pop up. Like Taz ain't really like that, but he just pop up and it's always around bugs. Mar- Marvin Martian, no, he didn't use Marvin Martian to always invade, but he always running across Bugs Bunny, and Bugs Bunny always outwits him. 
yeah that you know i don't know they don't know how so in this one it's like they were forgotten for real but i don't know how the fuck they got into this and a basket yeah well how did it i don't you know fuck i ain't even try to dig deep in this shit anyways with the nba playoffs tomorrow also we got the uh miami heat versus seven the 76ers yeah they burst the philadelphia 76ers and you got the dallas mavericks against the phoenix suns god damn boy we were talking so much about something else like lebron james or something like that. lebron james this shit just went to space jam and shit like what the fuck <laughs> but yeah um i'm gonna be working tomorrow man you got this you got, you got you got dallas versus the suns Dallas versus Phoenix. So yeah, that's the NBA playoffs, man. Are we done or are we gonna keep talking? That's it. Alright, guys. That's about it. It was the podcast, but now it turned into a um it turned into a sports podcast. So all for all my sports listeners, if you listen to us this long, thank you. Y'all the shit. I'ma just try to see if this is the applaud button. I hope it ain't too loud. Yeah. Give yourself an applause. Alright. So like yeah, man. Y'all don't, y'all don't forget to like and subscribe to us on any listening platform. You may be li- able to listen to the podcast. Hey, yeah. Follow us on our social media pages, Theater the Ship. You can follow me personally at J, uh, Mr. Johnny, Johnny Woe, J-Mo. J-Mo713. Mm-hmm. That's Instagram. And, um, yeah, that's about it, man. And Cash App. Cash App. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Do we have a Cash App set up? <laughs> Mm, fucking with you, right? Shit. Anyways, um, yeah. So, yeah, keep rocking with us. You know what I'm saying? And um, that's about it. Y'all have a good one. Peace. Peace.